Hey, comic book Junto listeners, it's your boy, A-Tet, a.k.a. Young Gordon, a.k.a. Gucci Mane Thing, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Jumpman Thing, Uh-huh. and I have a little bit of a detour from the regular show. Yeah. I promise this one's going to be quick. We're going to make it really easy, but I think we have an opportunity to help each other out. Tell them, Adam. All right, so listen up. Very soon, very soon, we are going to lose Affordable Care. The Affordable Care Act, you might know it as Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And that protects a lot of people. It protects me. It protects Octavius. It protects you, probably, if you're listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And us specifically because? Because of Shin Godzilla. Which is? So we had this situation a couple months back where I took a kidney out of my body and we put it into Octavius's body. Mm-hmm. And I am a live donor. And live donor is a... What do they call it? It's pre-existing condition. Yes. So if you have a pre-existing condition, ACA covers you, gives you insurance. And I have a pre-existing condition in kidney disease, hence the whole reason why Adam gave me the kidney in the first place. So when ACA gets repealed, people with pre-existing conditions are no longer cared for. Mm -hmm. We don't have access to affordable health insurance. That's a problem for us. That's a problem for comic book Junto. That's a problem for something like 20 million people. A lot of people. So here's what we're going to ask you to do. We're going to take an opportunity, a very rare opportunity to ask you Comic Book Junto listeners to get involved. And here's how you do it. It's really easy. First up. What's first? Find your local representative. Yeah. Find your state senator. It's Mm -hmm. as easy as going to Google, typing in, find your representative And you can find somebody who represents your state, your region, and you can get that person's contact information. Second, write, tweet, call, pick up the phone, whatever you got to do, get in contact with that representative. Politely ask that person to do their best to protect the ACA. You can explain that the ACA protects people with pre-existing conditions, people like Octavius and Adam the RTJ of comic books. Right. The Power Man Iron Fist of podcasting. That's right. Uh, and you want to protect us from losing our insurance or being denied. And many other people like us. You can give your representative an example. Tell them that uh, your, your favorite comic book heroes, Ock and Adam, don't want to lose their health insurance. Right. Maybe they'll look at you sideways because they don't know what that means. But at that point, just recommend the show. You know? Yeah. Th- Make tell easy. them to give us five stars and a positive comment. That's a two for one. But you can give them other examples. If anyone else in your life has a pre-existing condition, someone that you're worried about losing insurance, insurance coverage, let them know that you care about that person. You don't want that person to fall ill and have nowhere to turn to. And finally, and this one's important, give grace. Mm-hmm. Thank them. Yes. Thank them for your time and thank them for considering their constituents. That's you. That's me. That's all of us who are a part of the comic book Junto. Folks, this is a serious issue. And frankly, I'm scared to death. And I don't want to get close to death I want to get far away from it Mm -hmm. so we can help each other out in this situation. Before we even get into the show, you can call your representative, run through those really easy things. I'll post it up on Twitter so you can find me at Adam Tetris. Yeah. I'll give you those steps one more time. And of course, I'll retweet it. I'll be at Octavius A. Newman. That's what's up. And it's important to us. Yeah. Because we're trying to make Common Book Junto for a long time. Many moons to come. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, so sign off, Adam. Let them know your AKAs in case they're trying to find, find you on the internet. Where you at? Look, one more time, if you need to know, 
A-Ted, a.k.a. Ash Cottom, uh-huh. a.k.a. Aunt Maybach, uh-huh. a.k.a. 21 Savage Dragon, <laughs> a.k.a. Pokemon Come On, Son. Uh-huh. That's, you know, you just na- you just name me. You just yeah, list yeah, those names. Yeah, yeah, Okay, and if they're looking for me, I mean, who you trying to who you trying to look out for by doing this? It's your man Octavius A. Newman, aka Chainsaw Guerrero. Oh. Okay, aka AK2SO. Oh. AKA Finn Godzilla. Oh. AKA Luke Sage. <laughs> AKA Fight the Power Man. Ooh. Alright. Ooh. So enough of this nonsense. We love y'all. If you guys considering doing it, we really appreciate it. Let's start the show. Welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 56. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jedi Mind Tricks Tetris. Hey, 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 hey. Woo! What it is. It's Jedi Mind Tricks Tetris up in the house. You know what I'm saying? Tetris is my uh, uh, Jedi name. Yeah. Jedi Mind Tricks is my Jedi game. Uh. What it do? How you doing, Octavius? Hey, you know, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to talk about this because I know this is part of our news. I'm just going to get that right out here. Look, I heard a rumor on the streets. I'm just going to tell it's in the news. I'm just going to tell you guys right now. I got an announcement. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm officially deadlifting more than 67 year old Ric Flair. Ooh. Uh, come Woo! talk to me. Holler at me, Ric Flair. Yeah. I heard. Woo! I heard. Now, I found out about this. I discovered this through uh, Mike Tyson rap, a rap <laughs> song by Mike Tyson. Is if that you correct? show up, is that correct? If you throw up, it's going to be some problems. <laughs> You don't yeah. want no problems. You uh, you getting your strength back? Hey, you know what? Post Shin Godzilla, mm-hmm. uh, aka kidney transplant, aka kidney transplant. Uh, have a deadlift PR of mm-hmm. four hundred five. Mm-hmm. Not pushing it too crazy. Now I know I just said four hundred five pounds, and and I said not pushing it too not crazy. Pushing it too crazy. However, comma internet. Just to give you context, my deadlift PR is 550 pounds. So, <laughs> hey, what? Like that's the most I've lifted what? in my life. Yes. That's a house. Not quite. Okay. But so yeah. what's one of those small houses? Yeah. It's something. Dang. I you know. didn't realize that. That's yeah. not my that is not my but, deadlift PR. Yeah, because some because when I tell people I deadlifted 400 and some pounds, it's like, take it easy. It's like, well, for me, mm-hmm. that is. E- take it easy is, you know. Relative. Listen to this Hercules on the mic right now. But for, bottom for line me, is, for me, Ric Flair don't want none of this. No. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Ric Flair come is come see me about it. Ric Flair is twice 60, my age, 67 <laughs> years old, and made of leather. So <laughs> there's just no orange way. Leather. <laughs> orange leather. There's just no way that he would be able to stand. I'm calling it right now. Wouldn't be able to take you on in the square circle. Hey, listen. Couldn't happen when it happened. Hell in a cell. My man, Octave, a.k.a. Whack Panther. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't mean to put that on you. It's right all now. good. It's all right. I know you. you said it in love. You know, <laughs> the internet knows that it's really Brat Panther. That's right. A.k.a. T'Challa French Toast. That's right. That's right. You know That's what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, how are you doing, man? What's going on in your world? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing well. I am I am coming off of a nice weekend. Uh, some some news and video game land. I've been exploring yeah, the possibility of buying the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Adam Tetris walks into GameStop. Hey, let me pre-order a Switch. Can't sold out. Uh, uh, let the, me the just pre-orders. Yeah, let me, so how you sell out of something you don't have yet? Proposed. The whole point of a pre-order no. is to give you the money Can't so even. that you don't sell out. They, Why am I doing my hand like Denzel Washington? I can see in it. movies. I can see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, you can't even. 
Okay, all right. You can't all even right, hypothetically have one. That's how sold out it even is. Even if you give them money for something that don't exist yet. Let me go on Amazon. Check this out. Sold out. Not available. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Switch. Why, what is with Nintendo doing this? Even when they show me the product, they have this whole press conference. They show me the video. Which was super awkward. Which was very awkward. It was but, really weird. But I was still down. I know I'm from a different culture and community i'm like well maybe that's i just don't understand yeah stand it but it did kind of seem like a little bit like anybody else think this is kind of like weird a little bit yeah i don't know i want to play that grand theft super mario odyssey right where you running around and you're a mario world. brother but everybody else is like human it, <laughs> still want to play it though. it looks a lot like sonic adventure on the dreamcast because sonic is just running around in a real city with real humans why but why is it but it definitely looks like grand theft auto it does look like grand theft auto i want to play these games nintendo mm-hmm. and i can't get my hands on why i can't even can't even imagine Getting my hands on one. Apparently, that's how sold out it is yeah. already. So, we, you know what? We've already, like, jumped into two pieces of the news. So, we might as well just go ahead and talk about the Nintendo Switch. No, t- Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So, okay. We're talking about video games right now. We're talking about the Nintendo Switch. It was a long presentation, but you got to see a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. End result, how do you feel about the Nintendo Switch? Octavius A. Newman, go. I feel... Like the Nintendo Switch is a cool second game, second console option. Not a, you're saying there is a primary console. Yeah, this is not going to be my primary anything. Okay. Number one, I'm going to have to be in a good place financially to buy something which is a luxury because this is with, with a PlayStation 4 at home and, you know, internet access and all that kind of stuff. I didn't see anything on the Nintendo Switch that made me go, I have to have that. Uh-huh. It's a cool concept. Not Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Dang. I mean, not not when, you know, we've got another Uncharted coming out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In comparison. You know, mm. not when we got a Spider-Man game coming out. It's difficult not to compare. Not when we got Injustice 2 coming out. Yeah, I feel Not that. when we got, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. La- Last of Us Chapter 2. Com- so, in comparison, like, I'm not going to give up that yeah. for that there's nothing there that made me go oh well this can replace my it's kind of like a luxurious second system it's and not it's, too much money yeah that the price point is is let's call it comfortable for mm-hmm. a brand mm-hmm. new system if you're gonna buy if you're going to buy it and it's going to be a good primary system i think for kids families mm-hmm. and people who don't have ps4s don't have xbox ones and people who like to play video games on the court Mm-hmm. You know, like courtside, mm-hmm. bring that out, play, yeah, play ball with your friends, and just the just, two of us, just sit on the courtside and play. We can play it if we try. Yeah, yeah, Mario Kart, just the two of us. Now, oh. Mario Kart is Mario Kart coming out? Well, there's a caveat. Is yes. there a new Mario Kart? Well, what do you qualify as new? Because not, this not is not the one we played when we were youngsters. This is Ultra Mario Kart that came out. This is Mario Kart on the Wii U plus all the downloadable content that you would have had to purchase, mm-hmm. like Link. Uh, you can drive as Link from Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. on a motorcycle. Uh, so it's it is already it's Mario Kart that already came out plus new stuff. So no, 
We're well, not getting a new Mario Kart yet. A, a Nintendo marketing person would say, yeah, it's brand new content. We added battle mode back in there. You got the three balloons on top of your go-kart. What else do you want? Why do you sound like somebody who's trying to sell me something? Well, I'm just saying the Wii U's at an affordable price point. It's right. $2.99. Mm-hmm. Comes, did you see the Joy-Con remote? You can slip it right out of the dock. I you did can take that, that court side. Yeah, I did see that. You can slip it in and out of the remote. I saw that. That's right. It's very interesting. Did I mention that the battery life is um, about a half an hour? I'm sorry, what now? Yeah, you get about, let me say that again, 30 minutes of gameplay. 30 real good minutes. That's absolutely ridiculous. No, but in all seriousness, that's the big thing. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, That drone doesn't even last as long as my cell phone. 2.5 hours to 6 hours, which really just meant one hour. If you deal with tech at all. Tell tell me about that math. Well, because... It never lasts. You're what saying it says. there's the advertised amount, and then there's the real right. Amount. When you like, start, using iPhone it, will last you two days without a charge. Absolutely not. If you don't use any of the, yeah, apps. you're not gonna get through half a day. That's right. Without charging it, you know what I mean? Unless you put it on like low power mode, airplane mode. A lot of people live in low. I used to live in low power mode. Like that was my default mode. You know how? Yeah, when but you look char- at you now. You're 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 a, a squatting four hundred. Not so you're not in low power mode deadlifting anymore. You're deadlifting four hundred. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. But my thing is like when I saw two and a, when I saw two and a half to six hours, I said, okay, so that's more like two, probably closer to the two and a half side. That's right. So I'm going to get my expectations for about two hours. Yeah. And for me, what's the point of taking this out of the house? Now there is going to be a cable that you can plug into a wall and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, man, that that battery life really that battery life was the thing that made me go. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. The thing that made me question how excited I am for the system is the lack of games. There are 11, I think, 11 launch titles. And I think when the Wii U came out, just for some comparison, there were 50, maybe. And look, I, I know they're not all good. I also know that I don't often find myself playing several games at the exact same time. But Oh, yeah. It's about, you got, it's about may, maybe rarely possibly maybe rarely two yeah oh yeah, yeah most of the time it's just one i can't divide my attention between many games i don't even remember how time. to play a game after if i'm playing something like as involved as uncharted yeah if i go to like um i don't know some other game i almost have to like re wait which button does what again yeah, and then after yeah. about like five, ten minutes, like, okay, okay, okay. Wait, where was I in the game now? What yeah. what 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 mission am I doing? Oh, that's real. What's the goal of what I I'm at the right controls. now? Controls. Yeah. I forget where I was in the storyline. So I am legitimately excited about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I do want the Switch, but Nintendo, I know you're listening to us. Shigeru Miyamoto, thank you for your Mario stars yeah. and positive comments. Yeah. But appreciate that. Let me get that Switch and let me get that extra battery pack you, you got you, a mophie case for that well yo like so one other thing that's a little bit discouraging i really i know it seems like i'm just kind of like blasting this thing but i'm just giving you some honest feedback okay so the nintendo switch pro controller which is the dope one that we've all seen yes that's 70 bucks yeah so extra joy joy con controller set is 80 bucks yeah if you buy a set of two that's right yeah i think they're 50 bucks by themselves yeah so the nintendo switch dock which includes AC adapter and HDMI cable is ninety bucks. You know, Nintendo, but what's in the box? So two ninety nine, you get the Nintendo Switch console, the Nintendo Switch dock, Joy-Con controllers, both left and right, the Joy-Con grip, and the AC adapter, HDMI cable, and Joy-Con straps. Yeah, 
Nintendo is trying to make me feel a ways. And How so? Because they have me excited about the hardware, and they're showing me a lot of things that it I like. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It's a dope concept, yeah, but there's no games that made me excited. When we, we gotta, saw PlayStation stuff, we were like, yes! Yeah. Can't wait! Yeah. And even last year, we were like, give us Spider-Man! You know, but this is like, if I hear somebody say Breath of the Wild one more time... Yeah, but know, how about Legend of... Yeah, I know. Right. I get it. I That's get it. That's the one game. The, the, and Mario. As as one of the 16 people who owns the Wii U. It went up or they, go down? They did announce. Now, I think it went up. Okay. <laughs> I think it right. went up. They did announce that Breath of the Wild will be released on the Wii U on the same day that the Switch comes out. Which means I'm sitting over here saying, so you're saying I can just get Breath of the Wild and not buy a, a whole new console for that one game? They did that with Twilight Princess as well. Twilight Princess came out on the GameCube. It also came out on the Wii. So I'm like, so you're saying I could just keep the GameCube? I don't need a Wii. So maybe that's what I do. I just sit back, play the one game yeah. that I want to play, yeah. and hold on until more stuff comes out for the Switch. I don't know. I just think that first world problems. Nintendo, for me, doesn't really give me anything that... Like, I wanted a PlayStation 4 because... There's particular games yeah. that I can only play on PlayStation. And when I had a PlayStation 3, but and when I had an Xbox instead of a PlayStation, I couldn't play them. Mm. You know? Mm. And when I see these games that come out, I'm so excited to play these games. Where do you play the games? It used to be you go to the arcade. Like, so, you know, that's where you played the game. So now, where do you play the games? You play them on PlayStation. So yeah. you go there. When I see the Nintendo Switch, the concept, if you're a gadget guy, girl, person, ooh, this is a cool gadget. This yeah, is it looks cool seamless tech. Too. But the actual game itself, I just feel like I would spend $300 on it, then I'd spend another $200 on stuff, and I'd barely play it yeah. because I'd be playing PlayStation. That's right. Or reading a comic book or That's watching right. a movie or watching, you know, or walking Twin Dog or, or watching, watching Twin, Twin Peaks. Watching Twin Peaks. Yeah. Can I ask her about the log? Many have. <laughs> <laughs> Internet, I'm watching Twin Peaks season yes! one because the next t- Twin Peaks is coming out. Coming out in May. Yo. This show is freaking <laughs> weird. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. My wife and I are sitting there watching and she and, and we both have you can't see me internet, but we just have that look on your face where you're like, huh. That is the experience. Uh because most of the time my wife is talking straight through the show. Mm-hmm. But she's not even talking as much because she's just so like, what what am I seeing? Uh, right huh? now? Well, why is she screaming like you're that? Shelly is. Wait, doing is she? Leo. Did she did, are they? Are those two dating? And we're just like, and I'm like, babe, I'm just trying to figure out what planet I'm on, and that's literally what I'm doing. Yeah, because the show is so odd. Yes. I don't know what the rules of the world are. Yeah, so I'm just trying to get my bearings to go. What is real? What is not real? What's what is even possible here? Yeah, who? is doing what like i have i don't know what to expect i don't even know is this reality is this planet the earth whole, whole, thing is, know. whole thing is shot to look like and feel like a soap opera but there's a weird horror plot taking place yeah and it seems like all of the actors even though there are many really talented individuals are in the show over it seems like acting. all of them are on the first day of acting ever right they were given direction to just ham it up. If that There's lady... a scene in that first episode, uh-huh. Bobby uh, and his his friend Snake, 
They're yeah. behind bars. Yeah. And then you, Yo. and then your boy James Yo. comes in. James is getting put in. And he's thrown in the slammer as well. And they're, he's across from them. James doesn't even say nothing. Bobby looks at him and starts barking. And they just start howling. <laughs> and I'm looking at the screen like, where where is this going? What is this bull doing? Yo. Listen, spoilers for <laughs> Twin Peaks season one, episode one, even though this was from 1990 or something. That's wow, right. Like that. There's a scene <laughs> in episode one where the cops come into the classroom. Yes. And a girl outside the classroom is screaming at the top of her lungs and <laughs> runs across the grass. Screaming. Never will be explained. And they never explain it. Nah. And you're just like, and I'm like, that moment made me go, okay, <laughs> I think I get it. This so the then when the other scene, this is the scene that kind of solidified it for me. Yeah. They're in the hall. Again, spoilers for Twin Peaks. <laughs> They're in the hallway. <laughs> They're at the locker. This guy does a spin move and like moonwalks across <laughs> the hallway. No explanation. And I'm like, all right, all right, I, I got you. I see, uh-huh. I, I feel you. I see what this is. Yeah. You know, like. Because that was a choice. That wasn't just like that guy just decided. He, someone told him to do that. Yeah. Someone said, spin move, dance across. Yeah. Let's go from there. Yeah. Man. Great, great program. I am rewatching it right now as well. I was recently given the Twin Peaks novel, which just came out mm-hmm. for my birthday. It's called The Secret History of Twin Peaks. It was written by Mark Frost, who is one of the co-creators, co-writers of the original Twin Peaks. Who's the other guy? David Lynch. So David Lynch. Did he see that episode of Louie where David Lynch is in it? Yeah. So I saw yes. the episode of David Lynch. That was where, a perfect example. Where Louie was in it, and I was like, this is weird. And this guy is delivering his lines. Yes. Like I'm talking right now. Go ahead. Act. That's David Lynch. Go. So after I saw that, and I had to look up. Well, who directed this thing? And I saw it was that guy. I said, okay. You get it now. Okay, because I had seen that episode of Louie. It's consistent. So, all right. I'm starting to get... But Louie still directed that episode, didn't he? I I believe so. I think Louie acts, writes, directs, and he's he's a one man army. Cuts the whole thing. Uh, that dude is amazing. He is he is limitless in what he can do. And the yeah. fact that his career has blown up at, during the time that he's in right now, so late into the game, he's been working his ass off forever and ever and making everything. Um, it's it's dope to see Louis C.K. do what he can do, do what he's been doing for a long time, and then be recognized for it. But hey, Twin Peaks. I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Welcome to Twin Peaks. Yeah, you thought you thought I wouldn't like it. That's true. But I'm like, okay. That's true. I'm getting into this. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. I mean, I got plenty of episodes to go, and this thing is taking this good old sweet time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Speaking of weird stuff. Yeah. Have you seen this new Young Thug video? Yeah, okay. So look, this week's been a weird one. I've been having a pretty strange week, and this music video which I think came out yesterday. I don't know. You sent it to me yesterday. This music video for Wyclef John on Young, Young Thug's, Thug's video. Yes. For his song Young called... Young Thug's video for his song called Wyclef John. Uh-huh. This video is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's fantastic. In my life. It is fantastic. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You know what? Thank I just want to I want to direct everyone who is listening to this right now. Yes. Go on YouTube. Yes. Type Young Thug Wyclef, Wyclef Jean and watch that music video 
and marvel at that. And then just take a look at the account that uploaded the music video and scratch your head and join us. That that was the light of my week. So far, that yes. is the thing that is making me happy. That that yeah, no spoilers. No. Go watch it. Don't read any articles about it. Just go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So that but that that should that should give you a nice laugh. Also, while you're at it, go look up Migos t-shirt. AKA <laughs> <laughs> hey, Migos take on the revenant. Yeah. Oh. That if, should give if, that should if, give you a laugh too. If Migos would do me a favor and just put themselves in every movie that's been made, like every movie that's won a major award, an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and they just have like Migos version of that flip that, that film, that would be really I would really enjoy the Migos are just hilarious. They're amazing. They're just, they're just great. Thank you, Migos, for your five stars and positive comment. Thank you for all, thank you, Offset. Thank you, Takeoff. Thank you, Quavo. Um, thank you, Quavo. We mm-hmm. appreciate you guys. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we're looking forward to culture. Cook it. <laughs> I really am looking forward to culture. <laughs> and nothing is funnier than the fact that the name of their album is this is culture. What? It's called. <laughs> that is very funny. Good, oh, excellent man. work, Migos. The ad libs of the Migos. Excellent work. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. All right. So, what else we got here? You got some on news the about news. the UFC. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, You're always updating us on UFC, yeah. Dana White. Yeah. The closest thing we have to, like, you know, real life physical martial arts superheroes. Yeah. So, we talked a little bit about this. We're not going to spend too much time on this, but. There's a little rivalry, rivalry or building rivalry between Conor McGregor, UFC champion, um, and Floyd Mayweather trying to get in a boxing match. So Floyd Mayweather made an offer, said, "Look, I make a hundred million mm-hmm. off top. I get the A side, which I think means like the guy to the left. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure what that means exactly, but I think so. And um, Con- he said he'll give Conor like 15 million, and then they'll split the pay per view." Okay. Dana White goes, you're wildin'. Um, You think that you're just going to make a bunch of money off of this and you're going to go on about your business. I don't think so. Dana White says, look, I'll give you $25 million. I'll give Conor McGregor $25 million, and we'll talk about pay-per-view. His whole point being that he thinks Floyd Mayweather is going to make a lot of money off of this fight because this is the fight the whole world's going to tune into. Yeah. And I agree. Yes. I think the entire planet's going to go, wait a minute, Conor McGregor's going to fight Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match? Just the spectacle of it all. Yeah. They're all going to watch There's a big names and it's a really peculiar matchup. Yeah, because Floyd Mayweather, you know, he's not very fun to watch. Horrible. He's not fun to watch. Uh-uh. Conor McGregor is, is absolutely... Like electrifying to watch, and he gets like millions, I think thousands, if not millions, of pay per view watches. So yeah, I don't think the fight's ever going to happen. No, I don't think so. You're saying that the probability of this fight happening is roughly the same as the probability of me getting my hands on a Nintendo Switch. Well, I think we have a better chance of seeing Chris Brown and Soldier Boy fight <laughs> than we have of seeing Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fight. Isn't there a date on that? Isn't that actually happening, though? I, that's what they say. Mike Tice made a music video. He did. Days. But you know, the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would love to see the fight happen, but... I'll believe it when somebody signed a contract. Look how long it took Floyd Mayweather to fight Manny Pacquiao. They were in the same sport. The whole planet wanted to see that fight happen. It took a long time. It took a long time. So something as odd and abnormal as Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor and they're they're fighting over the discrepancy between 100 million. Floyd says, I get 100 million. Conor gets 15. That's... I, and then Dana White goes, you both get 25. That right there alone, you see, 
we're not even trying to agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Neither side. I don't know. I don't even. I don't know enough about who makes what because I know Conor. Mc, I know Floyd Mayweather goes one. If you think about it from Floyd Mayweather's position, one, I don't need no money. No, no. Two, you want to fight me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fight you. Yeah. You know what I mean? My legacy is on the line. If I'm going to put my legacy on the line, yeah, I want $100 million. Sure. Of course I do. No, I'm not going to share my Floyd Mayweatherness with you. Why would I? I'm Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Why would I ever do that? Right. You're going to have to come on. You're going to do my sport. And you're going to tell me what to do? I don't need this. You need me more than I need you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Floyd's like, look, I made, you know, the least I'm, he said the least he made in a fight in the past 10 years is $30-something thousand. So why would he take a pay cut? Yeah. To yeah. fight Conor McGregor. It just doesn't make any sense. So I don't think the fight's going to happen because I don't think either one of them want it that much. Sure. You know, but we'll see. That's that. Here's a fight that I want to see. I want to see Wonder Woman fight Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that in Injustice 2 on Nintendo Switch. I am negative. I'm, here's the fight that takes place on Nintendo Switch. Me fighting every geek up in GameStop. Right. Come at me on Sunday when that you system comes out. Listen. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Brick, go go <laughs> ahead and grab Lucille and get in there. <laughs> the uh, Injustice 2 is coming out. We have a new trailer showcasing some of the cinematics for that game. That game is coming out on the X-Bone, yep. Xbox One, and the PlayStation 4. 40 oh, characters. There are 40 characters. Darkseid being one of them. That's right. And the, tra- the the trailer that we saw now is all from the perspective of Brainiac, it seems. I think that's Brainiac. He, he's talking about how lines need to be redrawn. Heroes are not necessarily being framed in the same idea of what heroes stand for. Here, good guys fighting good guys, bad guys quarreling amongst themselves. If Injustice 2 is anything like this trailer, I'm down. But here's what I know. What's that? That cinematic looks dope. But the reality of this game is just me getting worked and not having a good time by 13-year-olds on the end. I am bad at fighting games. Hey, I'm this, not good it's not too late. Yeah. All you got to do is put the energy in, put the effort in. If somebody wants to fl- uh, if, if anybody wants to fight me in that game, I'm going to take a 100 mil. You can, take, <laughs> you can have 25 mil for that fight. <laughs> right. We'll talk, is, we'll talk about pay-per-view. That is a privilege for you to come at me. Right. So you know. Don't you know? Yeah. I'm young Gordon, aka yeah. Ghostface Killer Croc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you did you not understand you step into iOS 10 bands? You know what I mean? Right now, did you not know this is Young Gordon, aka Atet, aka Team Rocket, blasting off one more again? <laughs> Had you not heard? <laughs> you are acting crazy. Listen, so that, that's don't roll ex- up on me. That's a sample of what I'll be saying into my headset, right? As I cannot even figure out how to do a combo. How you turn? How you turn it on? I can't on pause. How you oh, pause it? Stuck. Oh my butt! You, you remember when you would play video games yeah. against your boy, and you just have to make up excuses for like, yeah, this, this, this. No, this, run it back. I only lost by fifteen. Run it back. A, run this, it back. I almost lost by mad, fifteen. Yo, you got a Mad Cat's controller. I don't. I don't mess with Mad Cat's controller. Third party controllers. I don't. I don't do that. Yeah. I only play. Yeah. You know, like on brand stuff or nothing. So there's a turbo button on this. How do I turn off the turbo button? Right. See, that's the problem. That's why I lost because I couldn't turn the pr- turbo off. Yeah. See, you gave me the messed up. Now, that's the messed up controller. You got anything around? I switch don't have controllers enough, with me. I have enough potassium in my switch. Switch controllers right with me. Yeah. Nah, switch. If you, re- oh, you, if you nice, if you nice, you should be able to use the controller. It don't work if you're so good. See? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's ah, it. see? Nah, he ain't that good. This well, use the back controller games. then. This is how I play video games. This is exactly <laughs> right. how I play The whole time. Games. Yeah. Oh, man. No good. 
No All good. Right. So there's enough of that. But I am excited about that. I think we have a date. Is it in May? Is that when it's coming out? I Do believe we know? so. Yeah, for Injustice 2. I think it's coming out soon. We're going to start seeing DC putting out some comics that are related to it as well. Yeah. They've been, get us up they've on been this doing Injustice comics for a while now, so I'm sure this is going to connect the story together. Mm-hmm. I haven't been reading any of those, though. Nope. All right. So speaking of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, Atlanta. Nutella Man. Which, right. Log Lady. Yeah. How how Twin Peaks is that Nutella guy now? Never explained this dude. No. Never explained him. Atlanta best show of 2016. Yes. Hands down. So Atlanta, they hear they they basically what I've been, I've been hearing is Twin Peaks meets hip hop. And after yeah. watching Twin Peaks season one, it's like, yeah, I yeah. kind of get that. Yeah. Everybody loved Atlanta. Everybody loved what they did. Here's the thing. We're all waiting for season two. We're excited for it to come in 2017. And we're not getting it till 2018. <sighs> Young Lando. Yeah. You know? But think about how dope 2018 is going to be. Think about all the things we get in 2018. What do we get in 2018? Black Panther. Yeah. On the big screen. Yeah. Atlanta season two. Yeah. Uh, the Infinity Wars, I think. Yeah. In 2018. Oh, well, another. I mean, 2018 is. Another piece is of news off. that we, we might as well just jump to it. Mm. We also get. Uh, we also got some news that's going to tell us some information about that's going to happen in 2018. Oh, Sony's new movie. Yeah. So that we, animated joint. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about a casting call that Sony did. Um, and we were trying to figure out slash we already knew what they were talking about. Yeah, of course. Um, that they're going to be doing some sort of voice acting needed for an animated film. So it turns out Sony has announced that Sony is making a Spider-Man animated movie and it's going to feature Miles Morales. That's, that's what's up. And it comes out December 21st, 2018, right around Christmas time. That is what's up. Another thing to look forward to in 2018. I'm so excited for that. Yes. I am so excited for that. Uh, that's not the only movie news that we have mm-hmm. on deck this week, we also have news that we're getting a new Green Lantern movie. Yeah. There, sh- there, there should be some people who are listening to that news and getting nervous. Yeah. That last Green Lantern movie, though. Was banging. Psych. Uh, you got to pull out the psych for that. Yeah. Like, there's not some, there's not a comparable uh, uh, sarcasm yeah. that we have now in 2017. You yeah. got to go all the way back yeah. to just fool someone. Psych. That movie was amazing. Psych, that was trash. <laughs> Psych, that was trash. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So hopefully this will not be trash truck juice, mm-hmm. but I really like the idea for this upcoming Green Lantern movie. Green Lantern Core, a Green Lantern reboot film coming from DC, is apparently going to be something like Lethal Weapon in Space. That's what they say. Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, two different Green Lanterns, rolling through multiple galaxies i don't even know i'm i'm in i'm on i'm i'm there i'm about it yeah let's do it yeah yeah i'm, I'm excited about that. i think we need that sort of thing we need new ideas coming to the dc universe please mm-hmm. please and you know just follow through let's let's get a let's get a director to stay mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. especially with something like this i'm excited to see who they cast for these for these characters yeah same um who isn't army hammer been talked about to play Green Lantern for how as Hal Jordan? I is, or am, I ma- am I making that up? I don't know. I haven't seen that. But you know what? Yeah, I would like to see Idris Elba as John Stewart. Yeah, because you know John yeah. Stewart kind of has that 
distinguished look mm-hmm. like older black man mm-hmm. he just has this look about him and the, his that's his tone too yeah his tone is no nonsense he's more serious yeah now, i would like to see idris do that yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, although frankly idris elba could do anything you he can sign up spider-man i'll be there for that yeah I'll know do whatever that. you want man he's too old to be doing that. he's amazing that he's too dude. old to be doing that he does have a terrible knack to be in bad movies yeah he just gets this money yeah and then he gives you luther and then he <laughs> yeah. gets this and you know and then he gets this money yeah and then he goes and gives you something else you're like man this guy's good mm-hmm. but what are he's, you gonna do he's prolific uh, we do not have to wait until 2018 for this one defenders on netflix mm-hmm. marvel's upcoming netflix series is going to put iron fist and luke cage jessica jones and Daredevil, yep, all in a team together. Defenders is coming in 2017, and we have a first look at the whole crew assembled. The, the Defenders assembled, if you will. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, I mean, I Marvel has followed through with their movies. They follow through with their Netflix, Netflix TV shows. I mean, they haven't missed yet. So I'm just ready for the next installment. Um, it's interesting to see Iron Fist. Yeah. In photos with the Defenders, even though we haven't officially been introduced to him in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, this is the first time we're really getting a good look at Iron Fist and Danny Rand. One more time, we say this every single time, have to see them move. Yeah, I gotta see I gotta see Danny Danny Rand go out there and be Iron Fist, because right now he just got his chest, chest hair all out. Yeah, I, I want to see the suits. Right now, I look at Luke Cage, and that looks like the Defenders. I look yeah. at Jessica Jones, she looks like she was torn right out of the comic. Yep. I like Daredevil in his outfit. I want to see him in his outfit. I want to see Iron Fist rocking that outfit. Yeah, because when we think of Danny Rand, we always see him in the tracksuit. Yeah. Like that, he's always in the tracksuit or he's in the costume. You you don't, Danny Rand or Iron Fist is never really, at least as we know him as a comic book character, very rarely do you see him in regular street casual being Iron Fist. Yeah. The so. one thing they do have going apart from the tattoo on his chest is this man has his shirt wide open because his track jacket is the deepest V you have ever seen. That is like the most 70s disco martial arts craziness. He has the deepest V on his costume out of anybody in the entire Marvel universe. And they kept with it. <laughs> so they're sitting on the back of a truck. Jessica Jones, you know, has to be doing the 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 thing where she's turned around so you can see her butt and her face and her chest. None of the dudes have to do that. Well, so she was she was spray painting. She's getting some of the en- public defenders on there. Yeah, she's crossing out enemies from public enemies. Wrote defenders up on there. Did you notice the six one six on top of the truck? Hey, no, I'm seeing that right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about that? Okay. Some of, some of these photos we see, we see that Misty Knight is involved. Mm-hmm. Do you see that photo there? And then yeah, we so also where she seems like she's interrogating Jessica. Misty Knight was so dope in Luke Cage. We also see them just kind of creeping around in the alleys with a lot of fog. Somebody was vaping in these alleyways. Mm-hmm. Somebody was mm-hmm. some really just like cutting some cotton. Doing They're something. just puffing. Yeah. Because all of these characters are just surrounded by mist. Yeah. What is that? It's a, it's, it's a fat cookie blunt in an <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> cookie! That's what it was. <laughs> That's what that was all about. Oh, that makes sense. So okay. now that now we got that clarified, okay, I'm excited for. It. I'm looking forward to it. Do we know when Defenders comes out? I'm um, looking for a date. We do know that it's coming out in 2017, which is I good think it for is. Me. I think it is the summer of 2017, but we don't necessarily have 
a day. Well, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. got to figure out how we're going to handle TV shows in 2017. We're, Speaking, we're going to have to watch a lot of TV shows. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yep. Speaking of which, Young Pope. Episode one. Young Pope. Tell me about it. Spoilers for Young Pope. Episode one, season one. On HBO. HBO Now. HBO Go. Very rarely do I watch something and when it's over, I think... What did I just watch? Yeah. And at the young, at the end of Young Pope, my, my thought was, what the hell was that? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. And I think I'm intrigued in as much as the concept of Young Pope is one of the most hilarious ideas in, uh, I, I've ever heard of. And the memes that are coming out of it, is the it meme a- factory that is coming out of this thing, the Young Pope cracks me up. Is it a comedy? I don't know. Is it? Drama? I don't know. What am I looking that at? dream sequence in the beginning, this is when I knew things were really weird. Yes. If you can show me the artistic stuff, show me the dream sequence stuff. Shot beautifully. Babies, all that stuff. You show me this stuff and I'm like, okay, we're going for an artsy sort of thing. Shot mm-hmm. beautifully, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. But when I really like cocked an eyebrow was when they do that zoom into him and they use that sound effect, the like slow boing. Yeah. Boing. When I heard that, I thought, what is Why? This? Now I'm thinking. That was a I'm, choice. Again, that was a I'm choice. saying this out loud. Someone did that on purpose. Is this going to be like Twin Peaks where I don't know what it is right now? I have no idea what I'm looking at right now, yeah. but eventually sometime, maybe when it's entirely finished and coherent, I will say, dang, that was bold. And brilliant. Hmm. Right now, episode one, I think I'm saying, that was trash. Yeah. Also, I'm saying, what the hell was that? Yeah, I wasn't really feeling That drone was kind of whacked to me. I don't know what that was. I mean, it looked... You going to watch it again? I'm going to give it another one. It looked beautiful, but it, it, it was work. Yeah. It was work to get through. Yeah. True. I was just like, I, I don't know. Young Pope. Phew. No, my name is Lenny. That was the joke I put up on, on Twitter. Right. Young Pope changes his name. No. My name is Lenny. And let me get this Cherry Coke Zero. <laughs> Why is that? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I will return for a second episode just to figure out what the I hell think, it is. I think I'm it's seeing. like 10 episodes. Yeah, and it's it's already aired in Britain. I believe it's aired in, in most of Europe, in hmm. fact, because it was a European company and an Italian director, Italian writer. It has been shown to other parts of the world, and people really liked it. And now here we have it in the United States, and I'm just, I'm perplexed. I am perplexed. Confounded, yeah. even. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'll stick around for one more. All right. Staying with TV. So a lot of us are fans of Breaking Bad. Yes. No spoilers for Breaking Bad. Mm-mm. Okay. Nothing. But if you are at all concerned about hearing anything about Breaking Bad, Earmuffs, mm-hmm. cover your ears. So here's what's coming. Breaking Bad. Um, I'm just going to put it this way. In Better Call Saul, season three, Gustavo Fring is going to be in it. Yes. I'll leave it there. That's it. That's all you need to say. So if you, if know, you know who Gustavo Fring you know. is, you f- you're feeling something. If you don't know, you will soon know. Yeah. And you need to watch Breaking Bad. If you don't know, you need to watch Breaking Bad. Correct. What are you doing? That's a TV show that you should have watched mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. The Wire... Breaking Bad. I'm going to even put Sons of Anarchy in there. I haven't seen it. You should watch it. Okay. Very good. Because there's a Sons of Anarchy prequel. 
TV show coming out. Okay. By the same guy who did Sons of Anarchy. Is that Fathers of Anarchy? <laughs> <laughs> Nephews of Anarchy. You see, you see, see, because the, the, the dad had to come first. Yeah. And then the sons. Grandfathers of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pappies of Anarchy. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when I was a son of Anarchy. Yeah. In my day, we didn't have motorcycles. We yeah. just walked. Yeah. Huh? Huh? What's that? Yeah, I I, I got to get around to Sons of Anarchy eventually. You should. But there's something about it that I, has kind of repelled me, which is how cool everybody looks. I just get this feeling that there are all these cool biker guys. Yo. Is it a mo- motorcycle thing? You ride a motorcycle. Yo. Do, you, do you just relate? <laughs> no, because that's not my life at all. You say you're not like Ron Perlman riding around on no. a motorcycle cracking people? Not at all. I'm telling you, you will get sucked in. Okay. You 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 will like here's what I got for you. Mm. Episode season one, I'm watching and I'm going, what's this about? What's this about? What is this? Whoa! Whoa! Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And that takes me through the whole all, all of it. All of it. Okay. That moment carries you and they build and build and build and build and build and build and build on that till the end okay carries you all the way through sure and it's just like character development you love characters you hate characters yeah how could they why wouldn't you just do like i mean you get you feel like you you know these people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it might take a. You might be sitting there for a couple episodes and go, "I have nothing." I'm gonna tell you the truth. Here's what I thought: mm-hmm. White dudes on motorcycles. That's exactly what it looks. I like. have nothing. Th- th- I do not relate. But my barber, friend of the show, Chuck Styles. Shout out to you, Chuck Styles. He's like, "Ock, you gotta watch." I'm like, Chuck, this is the time where he was cutting. My, he was cutting my hair. He's not cutting my hair anymore. Yeah, I have a different barber now. Because Chuck is out here full flip. By the way, check out check out Chuck Styles' artwork. Okay. He is a fantastic artist. Shout out to you, Chuck. Internet, go look up Chuck Styles on Instagram. Mm. This dude is amazing, does amazing work. Mm. But anyway, at the time he was cutting my hair, he's like, ah, oh, you gotta watch this. And I'm like, I'm not watching it. I'm not interested. Because we would talk movies and TV shows and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm telling you, you gotta see it. Yeah. Man, I got into that show. I was like, Chuck, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. He's like, I've been telling you. So from Chuck to me, to me to you, go watch Sons of Anarchy. Okay, yeah, I'll give it another shot. I will give don't it let anybody shot. spoil it for you. No, 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 no. I know, I know about that. I'm gonna close my ears. I don't need to know nothing. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. So let's move forward here. Star Wars. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, um, the act, the actor who played Princess Leia. Um, Miss Miss Fisher, Carrie Fisher, has passed away, mm-hmm. and some of the conversation that's been floating around the internet is, "Hey, so with her passing away, what's going on with Star Wars Episode Eight, Nine, Episode Twenty Seven? What are we doing?" Yeah. So what we found out is she finished everything she had to do for Episode Eight. That's right. But of course, none of us know what that means. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on. The word on the street was she was supposed to be in Episode Nine. So. Are they going to Grand Moff Tarkin her? Exactly. You know, are we going to... You're just going to do a CG version all the way through. You know, are we going to write her out of the story? Like, what happens now? Yeah. So, you know, this is just a question of directly asking Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. So Star Wars had an answer. So here's what they put on their website on StarWars.com. It says, a statement regarding new rumors. This is from January 13, 2017. 
It says, we, do, we don't normally respond to fan or press speculation, but there is a rumor circulating that we would like to address. We want to assure our fans that Lucasfilms has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess Leia or General Leia Organa. Carrie Fisher was, is, and always will be part of the Lucas family. She was our princess, our general, and more importantly, our friend. We are still hurting from her loss. We cherish her memory and legacy as Princess Leia and will always strive to honor everything she gave to Star Wars. Boom. Well said. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you it's, think that that's a wise choice? I Yeah, I do think it's a wise choice because I think Disney and Lucasfilm would never, ever, ever hear the end of it if they did CG Carrie Fisher. Now, maybe we will feel a different kind of way as we get further away from the very recent passing of Carrie Fisher. But right now, doing the CG thing, mm-hmm. it, it seems like that would be... Deeply disrespectful. Profoundly disrespectful. Yeah, I think people I don't think people would respond well to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is a good move as far as PR goes, mm-hmm. just to say, y'all, before you think this is a possibility, yeah. we want you to know inconceivable. Not yeah. going to do it. Do you think they'll they'll pick it back up in the future, like a couple years from now? Time will tell. Many moons from now. Time time will tell. And I hope they don't. I'd rather see a creative explanation as to why that character is not in the story any longer Mm -hmm. instead of just trying to offer a substitute, you know? I, I, I don't want to I don't want to see anybody try to do a substitute of Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And even as they're doing all these prequels, I'm sure we're gonna have to run into Princess Leia again. Yeah, most likely. You know, so maybe they'll recast her. It, it would be possible. Yeah. It would be very possible. I don't know. I, I think it's smart on their behalf, and I'm glad that they issued that. Absolutely. Right. Last last piece mm-hmm. of news. Have you heard Mark Hamill doing the Donald Trump tweets? Mm-hmm. Internet. Mm-hmm. If you have not heard Mark Hamill mocking Donald Trump, like he's basically reading Donald Trump's jerk tweets as the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. And it is very scary in how spot on it is. Yeah, that you would be like, hear the Joker say that, and that is a real tweet. Those are real words from this, this person. You hear the Joker's voice that we all know. Iconic. And you go, that's the Joker, and he's reading something that sounds like it could be coming out of the Joker's mouth. Supervillain of all supervillains, Joker. Yeah. And you don't go, that's, no, the Joker would never say that. You no. go, no, it sounds right. That sounds, that sounds about right. And that is like, wow. I'm struggling with, I'm struggling with a lot of things, as I'm sure a lot of people are right now, especially as we get close to Inauguration Day. And whatever fallout is going to take place during that. One of the things that I'm struggling with, and I'm curious where you are with this, Ak, is the level of entertainment that we have with this man at the center of it. Saturday Night Live, uh, satire cartoons and comic strips, memes and tweets and online jokes centering on Donald Trump helps me cope with the scary reality of where we are helps me openly mock what I think is insane, insane reality. But at the same time, I get really nervous about the fact that it's so easy to just laugh about it, that I'm not paying close enough attention to how genuinely 
terrifying it is. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So how does that make you feel ultimately? Do you feel like that's what are you just, you just kind of in that limbo where you're like, I don't know what to do with this. That's, that's just it. I don't know what to do with this. And Mm. Mark Hamill reading as Joker is very entertaining to me for a number of reasons. Not the least of which is I'm a huge fan of Mark Hamill and his Joker. So listening to that new content of the Joker speaking. Yes, absolutely here for it. But I, yeah, I'm struggling. I have this limbo of trying to figure out at what point in time is it cool for me to cope by laughing at this clown of a human being? And at what point in time do I just need to say, honestly, this ain't funny. It's not even funny. This dude's existence isn't funny. The fact that he said that ain't funny. So I, I don't even know where to go. And I think that's something that I'm going to have to figure out some balance for. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about it? Mm. It is funny. And that's the Joker. Yeah. It's not funny, but it is funny and because of how he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you listen to Mark Hamill do it, like that's the Joker, mm. you know? And that's the whole point of, I think, of why he's doing this. It's yep. like you're laughing, but you're, it's terrifying totally at the same unsettling. time. Yes. And that's so, the Joker. So it's so like, unsettling. wow. You know what I mean? That that's the thing. One of my one of the apart from Mark Hamill's take and reading these tweets as the Joker, one of the only other pieces of entertainment that I've really genuinely enjoyed that centers on Donald Trump is someone made a fake Donald Trump account on Twitter in which a smart person talks about intelligent legislation and empathy and caring for other people. Wow. So it's like fake Donald Trump, but it's all like I honestly believe that Obamacare has been a challenging subject, but we can do better. And it's like, it has, it has rhetoric behind mm. it. It's yeah. smart. Yeah. And the joke is we can't have that. <laughs> That's not real. And that is disconcerting, but also darkly humorous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeesh. So that's a great place to stop on the news. That's why I'm saying that that White Club Jean video totally lifted my spirits yeah. this week. Yeah. Gave me everything I needed. Yeah. <laughs> well, go check that out. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to do for our talkback segment. So first of all, mm-hmm. thank you everybody for giving us a phone call. We really appreciate that. And we want you guys to continue to do that. We're going to go through some of those phone calls, not on this, this episode, but future episodes. Mm-hmm. But if you are one of the people who you're like, yo, y'all seem like, y'all seem like cool people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got some stuff to say. I got a couple words for, for Octavius and Adam. There's a way for you to do that. Here's how you do it. First step, pick up the phone. Second step, (laughs) call this phone number. Here you go. You ready? 215-948-2742. Have you memorized the number yet? That's it. Nope. Neither have I. I literally had to pick up my phone. 948 you got this. Hit me. <laughs> two, seven, four, two. Yeah, I would leave us a voice. I just need more time. Uh, we've seen some people who say they got you guys are going to leave us voicemails. Listen, we're waiting. Call. We appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Also, Kiss me through the phone. No, don't do that. Okay. Okay. Do that for Adam. Don't <laughs> Soldier do that boy, for me. tell him. All right. <laughs> I am spoken for. Um, <laughs> the other thing is. Hashtag AskCBJ. We got some AskCBJs. We're going to get to those too. But yeah. because of the sake of time, yeah. we're not going to do those right now. Also, send us emails. We have a couple emails. We're not going to get to those quite yet. 
but we'll do those in the future. Comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. But one of the things you guys always hear us say on the show is thank you for the five stars and a positive comment. That's right. Leave us five stars and a positive comment. We say that all the time. We There probably isn't hasn't been one episode in the past, I don't know, however many. It will we, never end. That we haven't said that. So there's some people we want to specifically thank for their five stars and a positive comment. So here are a couple of them. So this is from Jason Sandberg eBooks. Okay. All right. You some of those electronic books about Jason Sandberg. All right. That's few- a popular dr- that is a popular genre. Okay. An ebook. <laughs> so this this one is uh, entitled The Future's in Good Hands, five star review. As a comic book enthusiast in his mid forties, it is reassuring to listen to these young younger guys talk about comic books and pop culture. Octavius and Adam also discuss politics, 21st century media, and social justice on the Comic Book Junto podcast. But they always begin with the premise that human beings are fallible. And we're all fumbling in the dark as we try to improve ourselves and understand each other. It is refreshing to listen to some 20-somethings talk about current events and walk away with the feeling that the future is in good hands. Five-star review. I have... Uh, three comments. Two Go comments. Three Go comments. For Go for it. All right. First comment. Thank you very much. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you. you for the five stars and a positive comment. Literally five stars and a positive literally. comment. Literally. Uh, this applies m- more literally now than every other time we say it. Right. All right. Second comment. Sir, I am 30 years old. Get I'm it a, right. I'm a 30-year-old man. I'm a grown man. I, this is the oldest I've ever been. Okay. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is the oldest I've ever been. <laughs> uh, you give uh, me every year I've earned. And I appreciate, this is my third comment, I appreciate you pointing out that we take a moment to start with talking about how people are fallible. Yes. And I just want to clarify, not me though. Right. It ain't me. Everybody else, <laughs> but but not Adam. Perfect. Yeah. So I just want to say. <laughs> right. But really on the, uh, on the whole, uh, taking time to sit down and, and write your words out and your response and how you feel about this show that means a lot to us. Truly, personally, means a lot to us. So thank you very much. Yes. We right. got more? Or is that it? We've got one more. Okay. Okay. This is from Jedi Master Dre. Yo! Hey, you know Adam I mean? Jedi Mind Tricks Tetris. I got words with you. How about that? Mm-hmm. So this one's titled Y'all Put Me On. Five star, <laughs> five star, com- five star uh, rating. Here we go. I love this podcast. I followed Octavius from his Beautiful Struggle podcast. At first, listen. Uh, at first I listened to this strictly for the great conversation. Eventually I listened to a movie review of Batman V Superman classic. <laughs> We're still having that. We're still <laughs> reviewing that to this day. And now you can just add rogue one to that. Just our <laughs> classic reviews. Okay. And he says, and I was hooked. I love how Ock and Adam compliment each other. Their timing is, is great. And it gives the show life and character. Lastly, I, I just wanted to say this show actually got me into reading comics. Hey! After review, um, one episode, I went to pick up every comic book they mentioned. I, I've been enjoying reading ever since. Much love and blessings to you guys. Hashtag Brat Panther. <laughs> hey, you see this? He can remember your name. I said Whack Panther. I got it all wrong. It's all right. It's all good. There's grace for you, man. You know Burr. what I mean? That's good. <laughs> Burr! <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's great. That makes me feel good. I, yeah. I appreciate so listen, this is a big deal. We literally have 56 five-star ratings. Yeah. Nothing else. That's wonderful. They're all five stars. We don't have any four, three, two, or one. Praise God. 
Thank you guys. And we really want to say thank you for everyone who's written us a five-star review and left us a positive comment. And we want to ask that you guys continue to do that. The reason why, if you're new or if you're not new, the whole point is this helps us raise up in rankings on iTunes so that people can find out about the show, listen to the show, and they can join the Junto. So please leave us a five-star, leave us five stars and a positive comment. Subscribe. Share this with some other people so that we continue to grow the Junto and share with other people. Yeah, and if you share this show with other people on Twitter, let's say, tag us when you're telling people about the show. Tag us. I will be very happy to welcome them to the Junto on Twitter, if only I know that you're doing it. So think of somebody that you know should listen to this show, should join us every week. We put up an episode every week. We only missed one week in 2016. Dad. Because we were unconscious. Legitimate reason, though. Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla happened. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're out here working hard, and we want to make sure that we're we're doing that with y'all, and we appreciate everybody who's already doing that for us. Yo, there's one piece of news that I forgot to talk about. Okay. All right. I, and, I, and I have to throw this out there, and it's very interesting, and man, I'm not going to be able to find it fast enough, so I'm going to have to kind of freestyle it. All right, well, g- give, so, me a, give me a summary of where you Here's going. the general gist. DC okay. Comics yes. is raising their prices on some of their comics, and they're adding digital downloads. Uh, so they're doing a little flip on what, Marvel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Last week, we talked about Marvel changing the way their digital download program works. Right. Where right now, they give bonus digital downloads. Of the exact same comic. Of the exact comic. same comic. But now, they're going to give you choices of comics, trade paperbacks, but you that, that's going to replace right. the identical digital copy. Right. So this is DC trying to finagle some new approach in the same territory, mm-hmm. taking a different taking a different style to it. Right. So I found the article. Here's what it says. It says, in a move that's already proven controversial just af- just hours after it was announced, DC revealed plans to increase the cover price of its monthly titles to $3.99 while adding digital, a digital copy to each one. Most of the company's titles had been priced at $3.99 before last year's rebirth branded realignment of the publishing line following the startup's uh, status quo altering DC Universe rebirth in May. All of DC's titles relaunched with rebirth branding. Most of the company best-selling titles became twice monthly and all of their monthly and twice monthly ongoing superhero series were marked at $2.99 cover price except for All-Star Batman which costs $4.99 mm. but featured backup stories and uh, which but featured backup stories and heavy stock cover so what it's saying here is they're going to have certain comics not mm-hmm. all comics but okay. certain comics that are going to be at $3.99 mm-hmm. so they're going to have those you know it's going to be the flagship joints you know it's going to be the Batman you know it's going to be the All-Star Batman, Batman um, and all the company's $3.99 monthly books will now include a digital download code to be redeemed at Comixology or readdcentertainment.com how do you feel about this? Um, I think it's dope but at the same time <sighs> They're still limiting it, mm-hmm. right? So all of it's not like they're giving it to all of their comics. They're only giving it to certain comics. So here's what it says: um, DC titles that will reflect the new pricing or digital codes starting in April include All Star Batman, Batgirl, Batgirl and Birds of Prey, Batman Beyond, Batwoman, Blue Beetle, Cyborg, Hellblazer, blah 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 blah. So. The twice monthly series, including Superman and Batman, as well as Wonder Woman, um, and blah, all the rest of those, will retain their two ninety nine price point and will not feature and include a digital code. So what it seems like is the regular monthly comics are going to have the digital code. The mm-hmm. twice monthly comics 
are not going to have digital code because they're going to stay at two ninety nine. Okay, I, that is okay with me. So they're adding that. That to me, they're adding value. They're not taking away value. Right. So that's how I feel about it. Otherwise, I would have been upset. But their whole thing with Rebirth is we're lowering the price and we're shipping. We're double shipping comics. Right. So, so they're not raising the price on the double shipped shipping comics, yeah. but they're also not giving you the digital code for the double ship comics. Yeah, they're raising yeah. the price on the monthly spe- specific monthly comics, and for that extra dollar, they're giving you a digital copy. Well, what I'm going to say to DC because I know Jeff Johns is listening right now. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment. Appreciate you. Earn it. You got to earn that extra dollar from me because I do not download the digital copies. And while I appreciate you giving me that value, giving me that potential, that opportunity, I don't do that right now. That's not something that I do. So you need to earn it from making really excellent comics or making the digital offer too good for me to ignore, you know? I don't have a tablet. I'm not rolling around with a tablet and reading my paper Batman and then getting on my tablet and reading it again. I'm not reading it again, but I'm reading it piece by piece. So, I'm, yeah, they they, they got to earn it for me. Er, 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 earn it. Earn that it? Was from, that was from Riri. Right. Thugga. Right. Anyway. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Great, great, great. They're like great. Riri Thugga. <laughs> that, you know, a, you know, Riri Ironheart. Sometimes she goes by Thugga. What? <laughs> you know. Speaking of which, let's get into the book. Let's get into the brown bag. Yes. Let's get into the pull list. Please. Let's get into the books of the week. Please. So what you got over there? All right. First, happy brown bag day. Happy brown bag day to you as well. Internet. We made it. Happy brown bag day. We made it to another one. Mm-hmm. Another one. I'm looking at my pull list right now. I have Batman number 15. This is one of our books of the week. Cannot wait to talk about that book. I picked up mm-hmm. Black Widow number 10. Have I said lately how much I love Chris Samney's artwork? I think no, you he's, haven't. he's one but of my favorite amazing. artists working. Love him. I picked up a new number one, Curse Words by Charles Sewell and Ryan Brown. This is out on Image. It's about a wizard. Is it good? <laughs> oh. Okay. We're going to give it some room to breathe. All right. It's, it's fun. I picked up Killer Be Killed number five. Good to have Killer Be Killed back. Spider-Gwen. Number 16. That's the one that partners with Spider-Man Miles that, Morales. That's right. We did Spider-Man. You know, I got to stop saying, do we need to say Spider-Man Miles Morales? We do, because Peter Parker's still running around out there. Yeah, that's right. Look, if if I had my druthers, when we refer to Spider-Man on this show, we're talking about Miles Morales. And if we were talking about a different Spider-Man, we'd be talking about Peter Parker. But the thing is, I always say Miles Morales because every podcast is somebody's first. That's a, that so is one hundred percent true. Because you know, when you think Spider-Man, you think what you've known for years. You think about the movie that's coming out. If you're new, mm-hmm. they don't know. They probably some people don't even know what a Miles Morales is. Agreed. So yeah, agreed. So Spider Gwen number sixteen is part two of the 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 arc sitting in a tree. I'm excited to check that one out. And man, I'm so happy to have this one back. Star Wars Doctor. Afra. I'm just trying to catch up with uh, three. Um, Vader, Darth Vader first. Yo, that, those Vader books are awesome. Marvel Unlimited, yo. Awesome. What you got? All right, I got two books. Say word? Yeah. Two? Because the money is tight this okay. week. Okay. Money is tight, internet. Just mm-hmm. keeping it transparent with you. Uh-huh. We got two books. We've got Batman, number 15. We've got Invincible Iron Man, number three, with Riri Williams. Well, this, wouldn't you know it? Those are our books of the week. Books of the week. Yeah. 
All right. So let's start with Batman mm-hmm. and let's get into it. Okay, Batman number 15. First and foremost, listeners, Junto, thank you for joining us. We don't want to spoil nothing for you. So we're going to put up the spoiler wall right now. If you have not read Batman 15, make sure you get on that so you can join us for this discussion. And if you have not read Invincible Iron Man number three, get on that as well because we're going to talk about that. So this is the spoiler warning for both of them. We are about to dig underneath or jump over or grappling hook Mm -hmm. over the spoiler wall. Over that great wall. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That who built it? Matt Damon. Of course. Okay, right. Of course. It's your boy, <laughs> aka Matt Damon. <laughs> oh man. Uh so yeah, we're gonna get into this right now. Three, two, one. Spoilers, it's your fault. All right, Batman number 15 is part two of the arc rooftops, which started the last time we read Raindrop. Drop top. Selena and Bruce on the rooftop. <laughs> It's never, ever going to get old. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What? Batman and Bougie. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, Oh, man, this show is great. Migos really is the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Uh, You've supplied us with a lot of material for that. We appreciate you. Again, Offset, Quavo, and Takeoff. Thank you for the five stars. (laughs) Thank you for the positive comment. Thank you for Bad and Bougie. Thank you for T-shirt. I want to send it up just real quick, too, for Lil Uzi Vert, because I feel like you know, whenever we talk about huh? Migos. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel man. bad for anybody who's not. I cannot make the assumption that oh if you listen gosh. to comic book Junto, you're also a hip-hop fan. I can't make the assumption. Well, I would be surprised not. if you're not yet. But I just want to tell you. But the greatest that there is to offer right now <laughs> comes in the form of these three men, <laughs> plus Lil Uzi Vert. The greatest that there is to offer. <laughs> the hope in the nation. Oh, <laughs> the hope in the nation. So oh, look, let's, let's get into Batman. This is part two of Rooftops, and, and we are not mincing words. We're not wasting time. Last, we spent time with Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. They was having sex. Yeah, that's just that's, that's how you put it. That's just the way you put it. That's yeah. what was going down. Let's just be frank. It went down. Mm-hmm. It went down. So we get to spend time, a very vulnerable moment with these two on the rooftops. Very rare. Very rare. We do not see Bruce like this. No. Bruce is laying down. The two of them are exhausted and happy. That's what we rarely see. We see Bruce happy. And they have that cute little argument. That people that that a couple have from time to time, where they're trying. My wife to rem- and I have had this. They're trying to remember a particular situation, and they cannot agree on how it went down. In this case, they're trying to remember the first time they ever met. And I love the way this is illustrated because Batman is saying, Bruce Wayne is saying, the first time I ever met you, you were you were in disguise, dressed as an older woman, mm-hmm. white hair, pink black dress, mm-hmm. and it's drawn like an old detective's comic. Yes, so cool. Yes. Meanwhile, Catwoman, Selena's got a different perspective. She says, "No, no, you were in a disguise, jeans, a jacket, scar on your face, different illustration." It's it's more of that like dark night look, the yeah. more kind of like Frank Millery look. Yeah, yeah. And it's so, interesting. It's almost like you're seeing in their mind's eye. Yeah. This is how Selena sees it. This is how Bruce sees it. That's right. It's really cool to see that. But all the while, as they're going back and forth, trying to figure out, did we meet on a boat? So says Bruce. Or did we meet in the street? So says Selena. They're spending time with each other, talking about one another, praising each other. And dude, this caught me off guard. Selena Kyle 
pulls in close to Bruce Wayne and says, mm-hmm. I love you, Bat. Right. And, and I'm he, like, he returns it. After a pause, though. We get yeah. a couple panels worth of pausing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and he says, I love you, Cat. But here's the thing. He's got a frown on his face. Mm-hmm. Like this. He knows know, his trouble. And he know and I almost it's almost like it's almost like there's nothing I can do about it. That's right. I can't act on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Keep in mind the last time we were reading this, the the agreement here was Batman was going to turn in Catwoman. He was going to turn in Selena and give her a more lenient sentence for these 237 murders or what have you. And he had to take her to Blackgate that night. But she kept saying, let right. me just have this one night. Yeah. Let me just have this one night. She just wants tonight. With you. So they're waking up together, and he's saying, hey, look, it's late. We really need to be getting on. And she says, well, come on. You're always seeing things differently. This is the thing about bats. You're seeing things upside down. Right. It's not late. It's early. Mm-hmm. And she just walks right off the ledge of the building. Chase me. Wow. Jeez. Jeez. And it makes you think, which is what we always do with Catwoman, was that sincere? Don't know. We don't know. That's just a part of how she's written. You, But she's written in a way where you want to believe her. Like, yeah. even as the reader, you want her to be sincere. You want to believe that she really means everything she's doing. And I yeah. think even Bruce, with his frown and with the slow to say, I love you back thing, you know, he wants to believe it, but at the same time, he's like, ah, yeah, I, I don't really know what to do with you. Because the whole thing, again, is like, you run, I catch you. That's, that's how this works. This even, if you a... love, even if you do love me, you love your freedom. You love your yeah. lifestyle. You love what your worldview more. Yeah, and there's a little bit of a fool me once kind of vibe here. Like Batman's like, come on, I've been down this road. I've opened up like this with you. Right. I've spent this time with you. And I got burned. But I'll be damned if I'm not going to go through it again and again, and again, we're caught in this style. You run, I chase. And that's what happens again. And the desperation in Batman, when he jumps off of the ledge of this building, screaming, cat! Yeah. Cat! Top of his lungs. Leia, like, he doesn't actually know what just went down. And that's it. And you gotta think there's a level of, God, why did I do that? I knew she was gonna do this. You know what he's thinking about right now? He's thinking... Alfred's going to bust my balls so hard. <laughs> right. I'm going to have to explain this to Alfred. Right. Not say nothing to me. I know one thing. I know I, I know this much. <laughs> I've been I've asked me about been I asked me about. And it's funny because a moment like that actually happens in the book. Not yep. quite with Alfred, but it happens with the person that we see in the couple pages afterwards. We see Commissioner Gordon in a very, very very funny scene, uh aka young Adam Ted old old man Tedder. Yeah, yeah, old man Tedderus. <laughs> um young Gordon old man Tedderus. Yeah, we see him very funny couple of panels. He's looking at himself in the mirror. He's saying he smokes too much. And he's brushing his teeth and he goes, you're going to die because you smoke too much. I love this. And then it, it, Great writing by Tom King. You're going to die because every night you go to bed at five in the morning and you tell yourself you smoke too much. Then three hours later you get up and you smoke too much. <laughs> and he's like pointing at himself in the mirror, talking to himself. We've all done this before. Yep. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Yep. And as he goes down to spit out as he's brushing his teeth, Batman appears behind him. Funny moment where batman starts talking to him and he's like look you know bottom line is catwoman's on the run and gordon's like catwoman wasn't she doing blackie last night matter of fact 
weren't you supposed to bring her in? And Batman goes, Jim. And his response, yeah, Jim. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I know. Knows. Yeah, all right. He knows. All right. I know what it's hitting for. <laughs> I like Don't he, Jim me. He gets on the horn. He calls Harvey immediately. He says, <laughs> find Judge Wolfman at the bar, Lens Pub, pick him off the floor, give him a cup of coffee, and unseal these documents. He just, you know, he, he understands how this game is played. Batman shows up and he asks for something. It's got to be serious for some reason. All right. Okay. Let's do this again. Mm-hmm. He's just used to it at this yeah. point. And then we we transition to really beautiful frames, the blue and the red of the, the sirens, like yes, police yes. sirens outside of the you window. You know what? I didn't even recognize that, so you just pointed it out. I love that. And, they, and what they're doing is they're doing um, one character as blue and Batman in the red. And man, the way this book is like laid out, it's so amazing. This is really, really good. Really good stuff. It little, is. Little stuff that you don't notice until you have a junto about it. You talk about it with a friend. Yeah, so we we jump over to Holly Robinson. And Holly Robinson is an alias that Catwoman had given when she blew up her apartment in the first issue of this arc. She said that this place belonged to Holly Robinson, but it's just an alias that Selena Kyle had so she could have this pad and steal these diamonds. So on, so on, so on. But Batman puts it together. Remember, his his brain is on. He he realizes the cat is running for a reason. Cat is maybe not running away, but maybe leading Batman somewhere to something, to the truth. And he's looking into the name Holly Robinson, the importance of the name Holly Robinson. And what comes to pass is interesting. Batman puts some pieces together. Holly Robinson isn't Selena Kyle's alias. That's not a made up. Mm, right. Name. That's a real person. And Selena Kyle, she didn't kill all those people. Holly Robinson did. Interesting. Holly yeah. Robinson was the orphan mm. whose orphanage was burnt down, mm-hmm. and she exacted revenge. Connecting to the story we just finished, the I Am Suicide situation. That's so the whole right. thing about Catwoman killing all these people and, the, and the, the letter that she wrote to Batman about all the people that died and all this kind of stuff, was that written by Holly Robinson or was that written by Catwoman posing as Holly Robinson. I'm getting the vibe that this is Catwoman trying to take an L to protect her friend. Her friend. Yeah, who she feels responsible for in some sort of way. And what's interesting is as we started that I Am Suicide arc, we had that huge revelation of Batman going into Arkham to get this most wanted, nefarious, total lockdown, cannot, absolutely cannot get this woman out of the prison to help you out. And who was it? It was Selena. Which we did not see coming. No, not at all. So she was framed as this unbelievable criminal. And even when I saw that, I was like, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of Catwoman described as that. She's a cat burglar. That's right. And she's a I'll get I'll get violent if necessary. That's but right. I'm not going out murdering folk. But now what That's- we're seeing right here with Holly Robinson in the frame is this is Selena and the the form of heroic that she takes. This is how Catwoman saves people. She's trying to save the life of this orphan who she thinks should not be prosecuted or put in danger for taking vengeance on the group of people that burnt down these orphanages and killed these orphans. So Selena is trying to protect Holly. Batman says, look, I I, I know what's happening. I know that Selena is innocent. I know what's happening here. And when the page turns... Holly cuts Batman's throat. Whoa. Dude, I stopped. Me too. That red background, like that that panel is dire. 
That looks serious. Batman drops and bleeds out. Meanwhile, Holly makes a getaway. Damn. Yeah. And then it only got more serious. And this is when I really couldn't believe what I was looking at is when Batman somehow manages to get himself back up on his feet to walk over to the window in the fire escape and to jump off like he does. You know, he's just going to swing around, just do his thing. And he just falls, man. He's bleeding profusely from the neck and he plummets off of that rail. And then the whip comes out, latches around his leg. And Catwoman catches him and she pulls that thing. She says that line from the very beginning. Bats, always upside down. Didn't I tell you? You catch me. Right. So things are in reverse now. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Selena Kyle takes him in, explains the situation with Holly. Holly was the one with anger issues. Holly was in the orphanage. Holly... Uh, was trained with the same fighting techniques, but she always had these anger issues. She had a problem with her temper. She couldn't get rid of that. And when the orphanage was burnt down, she is the one who killed 237 people. And then she came to Selena for help. And Selena put herself on the line. She sacrificed herself to save this person she grew up with. And who knows if Bruce actually heard any of those things because this dude is passed out. I mean, his neck was cut open. That artery was going. Yeah. But now he's got it. he's he's patched up, he's in bed, he's safe in his in 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 Wayne Manor. One of the things that's so interesting about Batman when he's drawn now without his costume on, he's covered in scars. Oh yeah. Covered in scars. Yeah, he's he's seen some things. Absolutely. So Selena leaves a message with Alfred and says, Hey, you know, when when Bruce wakes up, I I have something that I want you to tell him. Tell him it was always the street. I know it. So the, her origin story, the way that they met, that they argued about in the very beginning of this issue, Selena says, I am absolutely certain it was a way that it went down for me. I know it. Well, no, I thought Batman's... Oh, yeah, it was hers. Because he said... Batman said it was on a boat. Right, right, right. It was on yeah. a boat. So, uh, yeah, Catwoman is gone again. She's out into the wind. And she's absolved herself. We know that she's not the person who committed those murders. So there's that. But what really got me was the end of this when Batman is speaking as if Selena just stole something from her or from him. And Alfred's like, well, I don't understand what you're talking about. I took an inventory of the things that were on her. She didn't take anything from you. And he says, the night, Alfred, the night she stole the night. And what does that mean? She asked for one night. She asked for one night Mm -hmm. with him that she was going to spend with him. There was going to be the two of them with one another. And she stole the night. She took control of it. It was like a, it was something that she wanted for a particular reason. It was something that she thought she owned all along. It was planned. It wasn't just, let me be here with you. She took it from him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fool me once, right? Interesting. Yeah. Batman and Catwoman have been going through this for many moons. Yeah, hey, hey, they need a therapist. They Batman, gonna, that, neither one of them going to listen. No. I'm just saying, I'm making a suggestion. I know a guy. You just need, you know, talk to somebody. That's yeah. all. You, okay. just need, you just need a professional in the room, Bruce. Right. Because you got things. You got things. Well, let's go on to this next book, Invincible Iron Man number three. Now, this book, mm-hmm. I love this book. Yeah. So, Riri Williams, let's kind of break it down for you. Riri Williams has created her own Iron Man suit. And spoilers for Civil War, mm-hmm. Tony Stark 
is incapacitated. Not right. dead, but incapacitated because of the events of Civil War II. So in the process, he set up some things where he was able to send an AI to Riri and help her get her Iron Man suit up and running. That is correct. That AI is in the form of Tony Stark's consciousness. That is correct. So the AI, artificial intelligence, is actually Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. So that's where we left off, and Tony Stark is training her. So since Tony Stark is down and out, there's a kind of a tussle and wrestle back and forth about, hey, who's going to run Stark Industries now? So there's a character in here. Um, I'm not quite sure what his name is. Do you know this guy? Lynch is what they call him. Lynch. So Lynch is the guy who's like, look, I'm the CEO now, and he's dealing with Pepper Potts. And who is the AI hologram? What's her Friday. name? Friday. Friday. So Pepper Potts, I'm not... No, that's, that's that's Mary Jane. That's so Mar Mary Jane Watson is the redhead now who yes. is running Stark Industries. Yeah, I, did I say Pepper Potts? Pepper Potts, My yeah. bad. Pepper so, Potts is in this issue, although not how you think. Right. Like, she's she got a whole different thing going right. on. Right. So, so for, uh, we got MJ. Mary Jane Watson. And Friday the AI. Yes. So they're fussing back and forth with this guy Lynch. And ultimately, they say, spoilers for Iron Man, ultimately the process, Lynch thought, hey... So, you know, I'm in charge. So Mary Jane and Friday let him know, well, before he, before he became incapacitated or whatever, Tony Stark left all of the stuff, like the power of attorney to his mother. So Lynch goes, look, his mom's been dead for many moons now. He goes, that's right. well, that's actually his adopted mom. His real mom is the one that is in charge of everything now. So it turns out that his real mom is like, a professional singer or like a well-known recording artist. Yeah, she was like, like a, a a pop star or or something that apparently Lynch knows. Very beloved because Lynch he he geeks out. Yeah, Amanda Armstrong. Yeah, which is which is Tony Stark's mom. So ultimately, she kind of gives him the works and says, "Look, I'm running this. Don't you ever disrespect me the way you disrespected my son. I'm gonna <laughs> holler at you." So <laughs> she she takes control of what's going on. Um. And that's where we get to the point where Am um, Amanda says, hey, Friday, I don't know how to run this. Can that's you right. run this? Friday yeah. says, yeah, I can run it. She goes, all right, cool, do that. And then she says to Mary Jane Watson, how about we do some good? So Mary Jane is actually surprised. She's like, hold up, you're going to keep me around? I thought you would you would need me. So she says, let's spend some of this money. Let's do some good. Let's make sure everything's in order. Yeah. Um, and her, her main process, her main thought process is like, my son is Iron Man. And he's not Iron Manning anymore. Doesn't don't we need like an Iron Man in replace? Yeah. So then they go on to talk about Riri, who's in the process of taking care of things, and how Tony sent AI to make sure that she has everything she needs. Because that's the main thing that, that Amanda's worried about. Amanda Armstrong's like, does she have everything she needs to be Iron Man? And they tell her, well. Tony sent the thing that she thinks she needs most, which is he sent himself. Himself. Right. Of in, course. In AI form. The greatest gift that you could give to someone training to be a superhero is yourself. Tony Stark himself. Right. So what goes on, we turn the page and we see that Tony Stark is like Tony Stark's AI is literally breathing down Riri's neck <laughs> as she's in the process of making an amazing Iron Man suit. Oh, it's so cool. It looks fantastic. Too. And now, you know what? I had this disconnect before when they had announced Riri and they showed concept art of her and they showed the new suit. A part of me kept thinking like, how did, how did she get to make this polished, perfect, beautiful suit? Sometimes you look at that, like how did miles get this suit though? How did he make that suit? And there's this 
space between what would you do with the resources you have as a mm-hmm. young person right. and becoming a superhero and you have unlimited budget and like costume maker and stuff. But now, now I understand because here's Tony Stark himself helping her work on it. Yes. And you know he's got some input about what it's going to look like. Right. And don't it look a lot like he did. Yes. So they're going they're, they're having this conversation about a superhero name. So they have this really really funny back and forth about what her name should be. So Tony says um so Riri goes um I don't know what should I, what I should call myself. And, and Tony, no, this is Riri. And Tony says, you're looking for something like a superhero name? And Riri's like, yeah, exactly. So Tony goes, I, I assumed Iron Girl. And Riri does the look like, for real, bro? <laughs> you serious? Yeah, she's got the whole diatribe too. Like, yeah. I don't really want to put my gender in there yeah. as if that's a way of being distinct in in all of the other heroes, like first of all, She Hulk. What does that even mean? Yeah, and she and then I, then Tony says Iron Woman, and she says, "Perfect." You really think I couldn't come up with that myself? Yeah, right. And I'm like, like yeah, Riri, appreciate your help. I like that genius, Tony Stark. So they go back and forth about that, and in the moment you're reading that, you're like, this is kind of like a weird back and forth. Keep that in mind as you continue to move forward. There's a purpose. So the suit comes on and it goes all over her and Tony's talking to her about her friends and all that stuff. And he happens to mention that he's been going through her text messages. And the only person that he even sees that she talks to is someone named Natalie Washington. And that's been a while. So if you've been reading Riri, uh, and we might as well just call this, they're going to change the name. Yeah, that's um, that's my one bone to pick right now. Yeah, just change the name of this book. But if you've been reading Invincible Iron Iron Man, you know what happened to you know her friend Natalie. Natalie was shot along with her stepfather. In a drive-by. In a drive-by. So we see that Tony is badgering her, and she can't turn it off, and she's going through, and she's punching the crap out of Rhino and she's fighting a giant monster and she's getting stomped on by something and she's fighting. Uh, she's swinging around with Spider-Man. Looks like those look like, like, uh, what were the, what were the monsters from Avengers? Uh, the, they look like the, what is it? The Chitari? Chitari. I think they do look like the Chitari. Yeah, and there's this amazing shot, this amazing like illustration oh, man, sunset. of a sunset and Riri's suit flying across the sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need that as a poster. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, and, and this is the opportunity where you get to see Riri just being Iron Man. Yeah. Being a hero. And just her full power, full ability. And she's going up against what you pointed out, the same characters that Spider-Man goes up. You don't see her dealing with like baby characters or yeah. girl enemies. That's right. Or kid enemies mm-hmm. or sidekick enemies. She's full-fledged taking the role of Iron Man. Yeah. She just she puts down the rhino. That is a villain of Spider-Man class. She puts down or is putting down one of the monsters from the current Monsters Unleashed arc that's taking place. I'm like, she's rolling deep. And I mentioned this to you before the show started. Something that bugs me a little bit about these young heroes is writers tend to think young heroes need to do young things. They got to hang out with other kids. They're in real high heroes school. do real things. They're on camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But like they, you know, they're text messaging. They're talking about, 
It's stuff that they watched on YouTube. Yeah. It's got to be relatable. It's got to be yeah. low stakes. It's got to be resonant for a certain age group. But think about Riri. She's different. She's not regular. No. No, she's, she's not different. regular. Yeah. And, and Riri is being shown to be a full-fledged superhero. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I love that. I really think that's a subtle thing, but it's important that they put her in those huge positions. Big fan. Yeah. And there's a very interesting conversation that's going on between Tony and Riri because Tony is saying, look, you need friends. You need to deal with what's going on. Again, this is AI, mind you. This is not a real yeah. person. Um, and some of the things he says, just because I can't feel something doesn't mean I don't understand that feeling. Natalie died a few years ago. Maybe you don't. And you see Riri is like, she literally screams, do not speak her name. Yeah. Tony continues, okay, but she died of a gunshot, random gun violence. This is what Tony's saying. And Riri lets him have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, random. And he goes, in the report, and she goes, the phrase is sickening. It's not random. A guy pointed a gun and shot a bullet. It's the only possible result of that action. It's the, o- it's the opposite of random. And Tony's staying with science and mm-hmm. math. I think the phrase refers to the randomness of the result. You know what I mean? He's totally missing it. And she gets upset, lands on the rooftop, throws her helmet off, and she says, it should have been, shouldn't have been anybody. We're at a picnic, and my stepdad, Nat, I mean, we were at a picnic, mm-hmm. and both of them get shot right in the heart. Right in the heart. And at this point, I'm actually reading the book, getting emotional. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. And then Tony says, and now you build armor. And I was just like, goosebumps. Because she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't need any friends. Do not mention Natalie's name again. It shouldn't have been anybody. It's not random gun violence. They get shot in the hardware at a picnic. We're just living our life like nothing's going on. And then Tony goes, and now you're building armor. And I didn't even put that connection together yeah. of like, of course, if something like that happens to your, your best and only friend and your stepdad, of course you want to build armor to protect yourself. Yeah. To protect, and they get shot in your heart to protect your heart. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is heavy, comic books. Mm-hmm. Like, what, why are you getting all in my emotions here? Yeah. Tony goes, Ironheart. That's the name. She, and then she goes, now hold on a second. And Tony goes, oh, okay, I'm sorry, bad name. She's like, no, no, wait, wait, hold on. I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I know her name is going to be Ironheart, but great writing. Yeah. Because I didn't even see it coming. Mm-hmm. The whole dialogue and you make armor and you get shot in the heart. I didn't, none of that tipped me off until he said Ironheart. And I was like, oh, yeah. Bendis did. This is he, good. He did well on this. He 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 really did well on this because, like you said, we've known her name is Ironheart for a long time. And the same the same revelation that I had with her suit and watching her build the suit with Tony Stark AI at her side. Ah, now I understand. And now the explanation of the name. Oh, now I understand. Those are those are good origins. That that felt thoughtful. I appreciated that. Yeah. And Pepper Pot shows up on the scene and she and Riri have an exchange and they talk a little bit. Yo, Pepper Potts is also an iron hero. I don't know, bro. She's she's rolling up in an iron suit of yeah. her own. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So they're talking, you know, they're just going having some back and forth. Um and they're just discussing, like, she's kind of trying to give her a little bit of wisdom here. And then, as they're having discussion, both of their suits start to just detach off of their bodies. Yeah, like disintegrate. Right. And 
What we see here is we see a new a new challenger has entered the game. Uh-huh. A bunch of like what robot ninjas or something like that? Ninjas of some variety, and then there's something in the back. Some what? giant thing which looks like it took the armor off of them and is putting it on itself. I yeah. don't know. But we're gonna have to tune in next time to see what happens. I you know, this this third issue, I've liked all of the issues of Invincible Iron Man so far, but the third issue has really established how much I like this. And Again, something else I mentioned before we even got on the microphone, man, I did not care about Iron Man previously. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't reading no Iron Man comic. Not not lack for trying. It's it's not because of the talent. There there are a lot of really talented creators behind those books, but man, I just didn't care. And now I do. The one thing that I'm waiting for. Change that name. Change the name of this book. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that, but I definitely Iron want an Ironheart book. Yeah, maybe at some point after the, this art arc, they'll change it. Just sometimes they reboot. They just rebooted, or not rebooted, but renumbered Captain Marvel. But this is issue number three. Yeah, they're I not know. about to reboot this. I feel you. I feel you. I'm just saying it. It's going to feel good when we finally get a new title on this one that I think is more appropriate for the content. I gotta say that I'm looking forward to kids growing up with Ironheart. Yeah. Kids growing up with Spider-Man and him taking the mask off and being Miles Morales. My God. Kids growing up with, you know, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I'm looking forward to the point in time when that's not new anymore. Mm -hmm. They've just been around. Yeah. These are the old heads. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the point in time when Miles can offer some tutelage to someone. Mm. When, you know, it's it's normal that he's Spider-Man. We don't even need to debate who we're talking about. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen because if they're putting him in the comic, in the movies. Yeah. Well, we got the animated movie coming. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah. got the animated one So I'm coming. excited about that. So listen, ultimately, great time to be a geek. Yes. And I'm I'm really excited for what's going on. So let's talk about next week. Uh-huh. A couple books coming out that I think we should look at. Black Panther number 10. Okay. And we talked about this via text. Loose Ends number one. Yeah, I'm interested in that. What is that? Jason Latour, I think. We got Jason Latour, writer. And we've got um, Chris Brunel as the artist and cover artist. And Rico Renzi for, as an artist and cover artist as well. For some context, Jason Latour also does Spider-Gwen. That was one of the books that I picked up in my pool list. He's the writer. He is the writer. And Jason Latour is great. Jason Latour is also an artist, and he does the artwork for Southern Bastards. Yes. Which is phenomenal. That yes. dude, yo, he's a machine. Yes. He's incredible. So pick those up. Those are probably going to be the books of the week for next week. Yeah. And... That's episode 56. Mm -hmm. We did it. We got it. We Uh, did the thing. All right. So listen, guys, hit us up on Twitter at Octavius A. Newman. Adam. You can find me at Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Again, tweet us. Hashtag AskCBJ. Submit your questions. Email us, comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. Call us and leave us a voicemail, 215-948-2742. Call me now. (laughs) Call (laughs) me now. Big things are going <laughs> All right. We love y'all. That's it for episode 56. Appreciate you guys for rolling with us into 2017. Cooking. Until next time, peace. <laughs> <laughs>